tuning in and welcome to episode number 37 of the Black Cloth Under God podcast. I'm your host, King Breeze. I would like to thank God, first off, for another opportunity to be heard and to use my voice to spread knowledge and to take some of the information that I've been blessed with to try and continue to build up the community and those around me. Second, my tunes listeners, again, I need you guys to go to the Black Wealth Under God page and leave a rating and a review. Be sure you are subscribing as well and tell a friend so that we can continue to build up the community and keep the good word spreading. Well, you guys, we had a week off there. Took a little break for Thanksgiving. I hope you guys enjoyed your break and and whatever form that it took, whether that, that was spending time with family, eating a lot of good food for those who do not participate in the holiday. Um, hope you just enjoy some time with yourself uh, or with your loved ones or, you know, however you did it, whatever, whatever you did. I hope you enjoyed yourself. And so, again, I wanted to take a little bit of time off, but I wanted to come back strong here. Uh, for the last month of the year and, and really and really hit things off and, and tackle something that was, at least in my mind, incredibly important for uh, for our financial literacy, uh, but not only that, and just, just for the community um, in general. And so one of the, the big topics that has been permeating the financial landscape uh, recently has been the idea of inflation. Um, one of the stats that I saw go across the screen the other day was that the inflation rate was at 6.2%, uh, which is the highest it's been since, um, I believe they said October of 1990, uh, which is pretty insane. Uh, you know, that's 31 years since, since it's been to that point. And so with that in mind and, the whole idea of inflation and financial literacy, um, I thought it was important for us to have a conversation about um, inflation, what it is, how it's caused, and just how we can go about combating inflation so that we can can continue to be uh, financially successful in our lives. And so with that being said, man, again, episode number 37, Black Wealth Under God podcast, King Breeze, Funky Town, Texas. We here. Y'all know how we do, man. In Jesus' name. Let's get it. All right, y'all. So we're going to start this thing off right. And we're going to get right into the scripture for the week. I don't think it, it ties in necessarily um, so much to inflation. Um, but it ties into the idea of just having good counsel, right? And having good people around you uh, to provide advising uh, when necessary. And I feel like that's the idea of what this platform is, right? To be able to uh, to spread knowledge and to advise and to guide 
into a better financial space. Um, and so, uh, again, Proverbs eleven fourteen, which reads, Where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. And so, again, where there is no guidance, a people falls. But in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. And so that, again, plays into that idea of just having wise counsel and having multiple advisors, right, that can uh, provide guidance in in an abundance of different areas, right? Um, When it comes to, you know, certain things like investing, things like that, I can definitely um, say that I can be an expert point of of guidance there. But when we talk about um, things like like building credit, right, Um, that might not necessarily be something that I would profess to be an expert in, right? That's not where I made my bones. Um, and so there are people out there that that have made their bones in that area. And, and I think it's important for us to be able to um, have those people that we can refer to that have that expertise so that we can continue to build our, our own knowledge up and so that we can um, continue to make good decisions as we go. So jumping right into it, man, the idea of inflation, right? What is it? And so they have inflation defined as the rate at which the value of currency is falling. Um, so in simple terms, your dollar ain't dollaring like it used to. Right. One dollar yesterday is not the same as one dollar um, tomorrow, even, you know, the, the, the way the rates have been moving. And so if we if we look at a couple of things here, we start with um, since we've defined inflation, what causes it? So so I get a little bit more comfortable here. Where's my water? I don't think. I, OK, let me hold up real quick. Let me get I gotta have me a little something, something to sip on, you know. I don't wanna, I don't wanna be on the show sipping nothing too crazy, so I'm gonna just grab one, take a, take a little sip, a little sippy sip. All right, so causes of inflation. One, the cost of production. The cost of producing a good or service is higher Um, cost of labor the people that you put in production to make uh, a good or service or or to produce that good or service it costs more to get them to do what they need to do to make that happen and lastly there the demand for a product outweighs supply and so Those three issues are some of the main causes of inflation. And so when we look at cause, obviously, the other side of that is going to be the effect. And one thing that we see, and I'm sure most of us have experience on some level, is that the products that we need become much more expensive. Look at gas, right? There was a there was a time when uh, and gas used to be less than a dollar. You know, I even remember that. Some of the younger listeners might not necessarily um, go back that far, but you know, it, 
I remember coming from a tournament one time, and I think gas was probably, you know, gas was probably high dollar, you know, dollar ninety seven, probably you know, low twos. It was somewhere around there, uh, and that was probably the first time that was kind of getting to that point as we were on the road. Uh, I can't remember exactly what the price was, but I remember that it was it was like under a dollar for for the for a fill up and uh as you could imagine the the gas tank and the, the pumps were there was a mile like onto the freeway you know like when you're on the road and you get into these you get into these spaces where you have you know two lanes on one side two lanes on the other and not much going on on that on the on the outskirts of the freeway so you've got either you're on the freeway or you're on the on the side road for a little bit, either getting onto the freeway or getting off. Right? There's not much else going on. And so in this instance, the highway was backed up like traffic from the pump to the highway. It was crazy. It was nuts. And and you know, but that's what inflation does. Right? Now, now what? Demand is greater than supply. Obviously, at some point, I didn't see it happen, but that gas station would have ran out of its supply of gas. Then you still would have had people that would have been demanding more gas. Therefore, they raised the prices to lower the number of people that are at those tanks trying to fill up. And so another thing that happens is that prices in general just rise across the board, right? Whether that be gas or produce in, you know, in the grocery stores. Um, what was it? Dollar? Um, Dollar Tree raised their prices from a dollar to a dollar twenty-five and cited inflation. Did they lower the CEO's salary? Nah. Did they do anything? Like the the CEO got to have at least a billion of those dollars built up, right? Did they do anything? Nah, they didn't do anything about that. Cheryl, nah, we don't care. We you know we gonna just raise stuff 20, 25 cents. That's what we gonna do. And but that's how it goes, right? And and, and it and it rears its head in those different scenarios. And so you might see the Dollar Tree go from a dollar to a dollar twenty five, right? Your favorite lotion might go from two ninety nine and three ninety nine. Different things will begin to happen where you just say, man, I just I feel like this is more expensive than the last time that I got this. But you know, but that's how it works. And and for us specifically in the black community, this is a particularly important conversation because we are constantly on an uphill battle or in an uphill battle. We start from behind and we don't necessarily have the information or the access to information that other communities tend to have. We don't have the conversations amongst ourselves and our families that we need to have so that our children, our children's children can be in a better place moving forward. But that's what this platform is about. And so our ability to fight inflation Will lead to greater control over our finances, increased control over over finances, then leads to decreased reliance on flawed power structures. And when those 
power structures begin to lose their value to a community they so heavily rely upon, they lose power. Then the power dynamic shifts. And if you need proof of the power that we have, look up the amount of money that African Americans spend. Just look look that up. Do yourself a favor and look that number up. And don't ever let anybody tell you we don't have money. <laughs> that picture that they paint that our community is, is broke. We don't have nothing. And it's a lie, right? I was um I was recently in a group chat and we talked about the idea that um I'm trying to think about how to say this without saying, okay, so look, there was something that was said in a group chat at work and, and on my personal like friend group chat, we talked, we just kind of discussing it. They made a, a, a comment about people in Africa being poor and them wanting to eat us, you know, eat food and not waste things because people in Africa are poor, right? And, how much better do we have it? That was the uh, the conversation. And the offense lies in the idea that Africa is somehow less fortunate than America. And the funny thing is, I, I heard it said once that um, Africans had no idea of the image that was being portrayed by them of American or from Americans, right? So that image that we got as kids of flies landing on little babies and they not they can't move, they can't function, they can't eat, everybody got AIDS. Like that was the depiction that we got, you know, giving them a dollar, a dollar a day will feed a village and all this other stuff here. Like when you start to think about that and the image that even African Americans is that we have of Africans, it was skewed. And it wasn't until you got older where you look where you look at Africa and you say, Oh no, they down there living. They down there getting to it. One of the best tourist spots on planet Earth. You got the pyramids, um, Dubai. You say the word Dubai, it sounds like money. Google Dubai. <laughs> And just look at some of the pictures. It's wild down there. So anyway, man, I, I just say that to say that the power structure in this country is such that we are not depicted in the best light. Right. And so the only way to shift the power dynamic is to take the power and you take the power by taking the thing that enables those in power to have power, right? And you take control of your finances that leads to that shift in power. So how do we fight it, you might ask? And there are several ways. And so I I would say the number one way to combat inflation would be by staying informed, right? Listen to podcasts like this, the guys that earn your leisure, um, reading articles online, reading text, reading books, 
those different kinds of ways that you can you stay informed keeps you ahead of the curve. Because at the very least, you'll be ahead of probably 60% of Americans simply by staying informed. Next is going to be managing your money well, right? Budgeting, saving, investing, all of those things you can do to fight off inflation, right? Having that budget allows you to more wisely allocate your resources uh, to, you know, the different places, right? Bills, etc. things that you need to do to be able to continue to function, Um then we talk about um, investing. Incredibly important part of investing, uh, not just in the stock market, but investing overall is having a diverse portfolio, right? So not only do you have stocks, mutual funds, bonds, but you also have real estate. You might own a business, right? You might have some different side hustles, right? That so you, you are, the way you earn is diversified. The importance of that is, and I've used this illustration before, right? Say you're sitting at a table that's supposed to have three, four legs, excuse me, but it's got three, right? The likelihood that that table continues to stand is low. So having these different legs, the more legs you have, the better, right? If one thing falls, one leg breaks, you've still got these several other legs to keep you standing. And so that's the importance of diversification. Um, one other thing that uh, I don't have in my notes here that comes to mind is actually the uh, concept of buying versus renting. Any of us who stayed in apartments know that Whenever you get out of a lease, right, and you it's time to renew or go to a different place, they raise the rent, right? <laughs> no matter what you do, they raise the rent. It could be $50, it could be 100 it could be, hundred, you know, $200. You know, it, it could be big, right, and it could be small. The point is that it goes up, even if you stay in the same place. The difference between renting and buying is... Oftentimes when you buy and you have a mortgage, we were just keeping the idea of housing in perspective. A lot of times your mortgage is going to be a static or a fixed rate, right? So inflation is not necessarily going to affect your mortgage payment every month, whereas rent, it can pretty heavily affect that year to year, contract to contract, um, and so some other ways that people don't necessarily think of uh, buy quality products, right? You buy a better product that lasts longer. Therefore, you have to spend less over time to keep buying that same product over and over again. Stretch your dollars where you can. So buying things in bulk, going to Costco, Sam's, things like that can help you stretch your dollar in different ways. You go to you go to Sam's, you might can buy uh, 36 rolls of tissue for the same price that you might be able to get at Target. You know what I mean? So being able to be wise in these these small ways can go a long way in helping you uh, fight off inflation. 
Um, one other thing that I wanted to to get to, because there is this uh, misconception, I think it's it's one of the great tricks that white America has played on us um, through media, especially, is the idea of having a lot of cash money. Cash is probably the biggest punching bag that inflation has, right? Cash is not king of inflation. In fact, to do this, I know I've given you a little bit of homework. You got the one thing to go Google already in terms of the the how much black Americans are spending. Now go Google the rate of the American dollar or the value of the American dollar over the past five, five years. See, see how it's decreased in value. That will let you know the value of holding that cash, right? The, the media shows us people having cash in mattresses and in shoe boxes and big safes in their houses, and it looks cool, right? Having a lot of cash looks cool. Just like having six chains on looks cool. Looks like having a Birkin bag looks cool. Having on red bottoms looks cool. There are a lot of things that you can do to look away. The issue is looks don't always tell the true story, right? And so speaking towards cash, I don't want to stay here too, too long. You need to make decisions with that cash so that you're not strictly sitting in cash, right? You have your savings account, um, but you could also have different types of um, less risky cash type of investments like a high yield savings account you can have that a money market account you can have one of those a cd you know where you gain a little bit of interest on on your on your investment there uh, it's not going to be anywhere near like the stock market but it is a a less risky investment that that pays um pays interest for you having invested in that certificate of deposit. So money market CDs, high yield savings accounts, or a couple of different ways that you can diversify your cash so that you're not strictly sitting there in cash and you're not taking that hit uh, from inflation over time. So I think personally, by having this understanding, right, and taking the necessary steps in combination with one another, right, staying informed, managing your money well, diversifying, Having ownership, still still stretching your dollars, buying quality products, right? Having quality investments. I think by doing all of that, you put yourself in, in a position of where you can win. And when you can win, you can help others win. And by helping others win, especially when those other people look like you, then we win. I think, you know, personally, that's the importance of a Jay-Z, a Kanye, a Drake, LeBron, um, God rest his soul, a Kobe, um, uh, Virgil. You know, there are a lot of different people that, um, Virgil Abloh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, rest in peace to Virgil as well. But, yes, I mean, they're just Serena Williams. Like, there are tons of people that you can look at, um, even Tiger Woods to a certain extent, um, 
so many people you can look at, Floyd Mayweather. These people are all important, right? Because they set examples of excellence in hard work and even more so excellence in terms of being a good steward of the blessings that you have been gifted, right? So if you look at a LeBron, he he worked his butt off to be one of the greatest players in NBA history. The important part about his legacy is that not everybody can do that. Everybody can invest, invest their money more wisely. Everybody can be smart. Um, some people can be smarter than others, but everybody can be smart to some extent, especially when it comes to managing your resources. And if you can't be smart with your resources, there are people out there that can help you make better decisions with your resources. So that's the importance of the things that each and every one of these individuals, Beyonce, Rihanna, that they all do. That that set this just amazing example for for those like myself who aspire to um, reach those heights, and it's uh, I think it's incredible, right? Jay Z, I've got to to deal with the NFL. People killed him over, but now you got Kendrick, Dre, Snoop, Mary J. You got this just this powerhouse lineup um, of individuals that is. The Super Bowl, you know, powering a Super Bowl halftime show. They're frontlining it. That's a, that's a J move. Um, a stage where you get, where you constantly are, <laughs> have country, western. You have a game that has us in it. And at the halftime shows where everyone's watching, we're not in it nine times out of ten. Or if we are in it. It might not be us, you dig? Like, it might not be us. It'll be, you know, some adjacents. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, that, that kind of thing is important, right? Um, Beyonce, the thing she's doing with music and um, shedding light on different genres, you know, um, it's important. Uh, as crazy as Ye is, some of the things that he's doing in terms of fashion right there with Virgil, um, incredibly important. Um, yeah, man, it, it's so many, so many things. Uh, Rihanna with makeup and, you know, her line, uh, all the things that she's doing. You know, there are so many of us out there now that we can point to that we can say, Diddy, I mean, how can I forget Diddy, the things that he's done, the master marketer that he is. So many of us that you can point to now, but there's still not enough. And so that's why it's important when you figure something out to reach back or reach to the side, pull your brother, pull your sister with you so that we can make this thing work together so that, again, we can shift that power dynamic in a way that favors us more, right? If we just watch the, the Rittenhouse trial, you know that the power structure doesn't quite favor us, right? You're watching the Ahmad Arbery trial, you're sitting there tense and you're wondering, are these people gonna get off? Well, that's that power structure. By mastering these different skills that we talk about here, you can, you, we can put ourselves in position 
to make changes that we never would have been able to make otherwise. And uh, last thing I want to talk about really is um, when you, I know this is about inflation, right? But managing your money better and having a financial plan can do one thing that I think is more valuable than people give credit for, and that's it can lower your stress levels. We can all use lower stress levels. We talk about uh, resting better, right? If you if your if your general level of stress is lower, you're gonna sleep better at night. Your mind is gonna be clearer. You're gonna eat a little better because you're gonna be able to concentrate on on things that matter. Not constantly being stressed about how you're gonna pay something or, or you know how you're gonna make ends meet, and then of course the killer for our community, you'll have lower blood pressure. Being able to have these plans in place, you know, again, especially for us, a community that um, historically has been. Uh, marginalized and uninformed and misinformed it's important for us to know the things that we can do not only to make ourselves more financially healthy but also to to create a a healthier environment for healthy environment for ourselves physically speaking right that's just as important as financially right even more so um, everybody's not going to be rich, right? Everybody's not going to be wealthy, but everybody can be financially stable. Everybody can be healthy, right? Now, is everybody, is everybody going to make that choice? No, but it, but it can be done. And so I think, um, that is something that is incredibly important, right? We want to be around, we want to be around to, to make change, to influence change. And that starts with health. That starts with managing our finances better and just being more knowledgeable and informed in general. I'm not going to keep you guys too long. I think I've talked enough. This thing is that we're getting right to 30 minutes. I know you know I like to keep it right in that range, especially with these solo episodes, man. So I'm a I'm a killer right there. We're gonna stop it. If you guys have questions or want to continue the conversation, feel free to uh, to hit me up on Instagram or Facebook at Blackwells Under God. You can shoot me an email at blackwellsundergod at gmail.com. Um, when I post the, the little post for the for the <laughs> for the episode on IG, feel free to, to leave something in the comments, man, or um, even better, leave your leave your thoughts and ideas in a five star review on iTunes. I can def could definitely use that as well. Helps me helps um, helps me on multiple different levels, right? Helps promote the show, but it also helps um, give me some ideas and some some thoughts about what the things that, that you guys have going on in your mind and some things that you would like to, to learn more about as well. Uh, you have guest ideas, leave them there, hit me up, let me know. So we can continue to just, again, build this community up and continue to learn and grow together. So I'm um, again, man. Yeah. Episode 37, Black Wealth Thunder God podcast. You guys enjoy your weekend. Love somebody. 
hug somebody, be kind, life is short. Yeah, be easy, man. <laughs> In Jesus' name, peace.